0: Hi, natural beauties welcome to clean beauty over coffee where we like to discuss all that is natural beauty wellness and of course skincare over some delicious coffee so get your preferred drink ready and let's chat On this episode of Clean Beauty Over Coffee, Body Hair, to grow or not to grow, we dive into a socially taboo topic, women's body hair. We chat about the struggles, awkward moments, and of course, the funny parts of growing hair in womanhood. We discuss our favorite methods of body hair removal and aftercare as well. Do you get strawberry skin after you shave? Or sensitive red bumps after you wax your skin? How about wicked razor burns around your bikini line? Well, Vilao creates some of the best and soothing skincare in the natural beauty market. Especially when it comes to post hair removal care, Vilao has got your back. Their formulations are entirely natural and loaded with antibacterial and calming ingredients. The primary ingredient being aloe vera. Bilal's Royal Jelly Body Lotion is the ideal post-shave or post-wax skin-soothing lotion because the honey and aloe vera are immediately effective at reducing inflammation or irritation in your skin and restore that healthy glow. Now back to our episode.
1: So when it comes to hair removal, what do you guys prefer? Because I prefer waxing. I can't do the the shaving in any
2: part of my body. I shave. I just go full shave because I can't stand the pain. I have done. I have tried all the waxing parts, but mm-mm. no,
0: nope. <laughs> <laughs> Too painful. <laughs> I'm. I don't really care that much about shaving or waxing. I'm a generally a pretty hairy person, um, <laughs> but every so often I will shave and I will wax parts of my body, but. I just let it grow. Let <laughs> so it grow. what what do you do in the summertime? Like how do you <sighs> So in the summertime I really just shave my legs and my bikini area. Sometimes okay. when I'm feeling spicier if I'm going on vacation, I will wax my bikini area, but I just usually overgrow, honestly. So you're more of a like in in depending on the seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm a seasonal person. I'm a in in the winter slash the fall, I just cover up with clothing because, you know, extra warmth. Another layer of protection. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I have a hard time doing keeping up with um, shaving and waxing and well, sometimes I shave my legs because it depends on the moment. Like if I'm gonna wear something you know short like skirts or shorts and i haven't had time to wax my legs then i may have to just shave in the shower that that moment but typically i prefer waxing now there's certain areas in the body that i cannot shave bikini area i can't shave it has to be it has to be waxed because for me i have very thick hair and I feel like it grows thicker and my skin gets so irritated and it it itches bad and I mean that's just not one
0: part of the area where you can (laughs) scratch. (laughs) <laughs> no I agree. I usually shave because waxing sounds brutal but it I do painful. get it's very itchy. It is painfully itchy <laughs> for days. Oh, well, I have no problems with shaving. I used to shave just
2: randomly. Now I shave in the direction of the hair which helps a lot so I don't itch. I also know that I can use always royal jelly in these areas if I need to. Yeah, and okay. the royal jelly is the below-body lotion, mm-hmm. not actual royal jelly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I went to Florida last summer, and I used a really crappy like five dollar razor from the local grocery store and he absolutely ruined my bikini area. I had so many red bumps I had to I had to use Royal Jelly and it worked within minutes. It was such a relief. The Vila Royal royal Jelly, yeah. (laughs) Because I was embarrassed to go to the beach. Because I mean you're there for the beach exclusively. And you know it's those things too like what's gonna irritate your skin and it's
1: such depending on the area the body part that you're waxing or shaving, your skin will react differently. So for me, same thing, I've had that happen too, where I've used either a cheap razor or a used razor, mm. you know, instead of a yeah. brand new blade, and it has irritated my skin to the point where it hurts. And and I've, I've also used the Bilal Roto Jelly and it has soothed, it has really calmed my skin. To the point where it doesn't hurt or itch as much. And it brings down the redness too. I think it's the honey. Yeah. It does wonders. And Calendula.
0: Yeah. It's very soothing. Very soothing.
2: Yeah. Well, I used to wax, but it's too painful, so I don't want to do that anymore. But I still wax my beautiful mustache. (laughs) Your facial hair, yeah. And my nose hair. facial hair. (laughs) The most embarrassing one is the nose hair, because my nose, I have these big nostrils that are kind of open to the world, so I have to isn't that crazy the things that we have to deal with
1: when it comes to hair like just body hair because i mean it's crazy nose hairs okay and that is one painful area for me it makes my eyes water oh yeah I to pluck you it know makes you cry immediately um and obviously we're talking about beauty regimens that are not so beautiful <laughs> but we have to get them done in order if we want to look our best in little things that just bother us like you said nose hair some women don't have that problem you know yeah. some women don't have to deal with nose hair yeah it's sticking out but yeah, some it women depends do. On,
0: and you know the shape I, of your nose <laughs> i spent many years watching my mom wax her nose hairs <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought I was the lucky one who never will have nose hair <laughs> until I, I swear it was like three weeks ago I noticed a hair peeking out from my nostril and I plucked the one hair and I was crying for like five minutes <laughs> my eye would not stop watering I massive props to you because I'm just gonna stay hairy I'm just gonna <laughs> keep that tradition going for myself
2: <laughs> well, but your nose is not inside out like I <laughs> you know anyone can see inside my even if they're taller than me <laughs> they can still see it's yeah. just, uh, you know uh, um,
1: I have i realized I have a really high pain tolerance I didn't think I did but uh, I realized I do uh, when I have to wax in the summertime and I get ready for the summertime and I have to go through my waxing regime and, and you know bikini area and and different you know there's different ways to wax. Like, you know, do you you want to just do the bikini area? Do you want to do the whole thing? And depending on the situation, you do different things, you know? And obviously the, if you do a full Brazilian wax, then that's extremely painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and some people have the tolerance to get it done. And, and some people it's just like, I can't do it. I rather go through the pain again, because I have very thick hair, like my, my, You know, head hair is thick, I'm Latin, so I have very thick hair as it is. So if I shave, that hair is just gonna come back stronger. And then again, that's one area where you wanna weaken the hair. So if you wax, it helps weaken that, that hair so that when it comes
2: back, it doesn't come back as thick, as strong, or as often. Well, see, that again is probably best for your thick hair. Exactly. For my hair that's pretty thin, uh, whenever I start waxing on regular basis, I get a lot of ingrown hairs because it gets so weak that it can't pierce the skin and come out. And, it and that causes skin irritation and yes. then other skin issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you I mean,
1: it could even get to the point of infection if you have an ingrown hair exactly
2: so different hair different problems and
0: different yeah exactly i would even <laughs> argue that different hair different problems different parts of the body exactly that so for example i also prefer i overall i would prefer waxing i just don't want to do it as often because it's painful mm-hmm. but waxing for me helps because i guess i have in between hair. Mm. With you guys, I have thicker hair in certain regions of my body than yeah. others. So like for my armpits, I would rather wax. It lasts longer hairless and, it you know, it cleans up your armpit. Shaving, your hair grows back the same day, yeah. which is such D- a depending pain. Depending
1: on the person, yes, like my hair tends to grow super fast. Yeah. And so waxing is not a solution for me because it's something that I have to keep doing it repeatedly or more often. And then I get irritation on my skin. Mm -hmm. because of having to do the you know the shaving and the scraping
2: so much oh yeah for sure so it's not healthy for me and again my
0: hair grows really slowly
2: exactly so i don't
0: have that issue but you know what because i don't shave or wax often at all (laughs) it every time i shave now it takes longer to grow back because I've mm. I take longer in between it's it's slower which is really interesting but the only part of my body that really irritates me and this was a mistake I made when I was really young so when I was hitting puberty and I was growing a little bit of that very f- fine fuzz around my belly button I shaved it <laughs> And I regret that to this day. I only wax around my belly button now, but even then it grows back long and thick. Mm. And I am so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was one mistake I'll pay for the rest of my life. Well, now you have other options. You can laser remove that hair. Oh, that is a dream. I have plans to laser my entire body mm. eventually.
1: It's <laughs> amazing how like, you know, in women, and women, different women, different people have different parts of the, of the body where hair grows and it bothers them more often. For me, it's my facial hair, mm-hmm. again, because it's on, anything that has to do with my face, I'm super, like, you know, touchy about because it's the one part it's the body part that everybody sees. It's very <laughs> so visible. It's not like you can exactly. put a sweater on it. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> like, it. really, I'm like humory in the sense that, okay, bikini waxing, that's a seasonal thing for me. Okay, <laughs> summertime, springtime's coming along. Okay, I gotta start going to you know the salon to get it done because summer's coming and I need to be ready. But when it comes to my face, like facial hair, um, I'm very um, again because I have really dark, thick hair, you know. Shaving was never an option for me there, so I used to do threading for a long, long time mm-hmm. in my early twenties, and when that was also a big thing mm-hmm. back then, nineties, early two thousands, that was like a big thing. Threading, everybody was doing threading. Um, now I just wax because I don't go, to, I don't go to the salon to do any kind of threading, and I have the wax at home, so it's more convenient. Um, but you know, there's some people that have to deal with sideburns. Some women
0: have sideburns. Yeah. yeah. I i have a minor sideburn issue, but I have I use that little facial shaver. Mm-hmm. I used to be very reluctant using any type of shaving material on my face until I went to see Patty yeah. to get the facial. Patty is a really good aesthetician that we all use. From natural skincare studio. Yeah. She's
1: in Houston. She's amazing. So She's if you're in Houston, me. check her out. Yeah. Look her
2: out. And, yeah, I'm thinking that also she would be the person to do your laser hair removal. Yeah. Because she does mm-hmm. everything. She, she's amazing.
0: She's a magician. But I was very reluctant to do the dermaplaning because that's shaving your face. And I was so scared that the same thing that happened to my belly button would happen to my face. But au contraire... Nothing happened. I just looked like a baby's butt. I looked amazing. <laughs> yeah. It felt amazing, and it didn't grow back like I thought it would at all.
1: You, yeah, me too. I had the same thing done with Patty, and I was reluctant about it, but she made me feel very ease, you know, at ease with it, mm-hmm. and explained to me the whole process, and it was great. And same thing, she did the the flame for me, and I really liked it, and it didn't, you know, I haven't done it since then, uh, but. It, it didn't come back like you know, I don't look like a werewolf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have always seen these facial razors at the Japanese store here in Houston, Daido. Mm-hmm. And I was always thinking, oh my God, they show a picture of a woman shaving her forehead, and what mm-hmm. happens with your forehead? But then when I started going to Patty again, and she did the dermaplaning, oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah, this is what gives you that Asian or Korean yeah that coat, soft that porcelain, porcelain look. Skin. Oh yeah, my God, I love that. Every yes. time I get my face shaved, mm-hmm. it shaves off years. Yeah, yeah. And, and
1: not only the the fuzzy peachy hair, like you were saying, but uh, all the dead skin cells that you don't quite remove with the facial scrubs and the the facials and the exfoliators.
2: And the at-home shaving, too. I have a little shaving thing for face, specifically, but it doesn't do the same
0: thing at all. Yeah, it's an electric electric So I
1: think ever since, you know, we started doing patty, I think that's now probably a plus for me, that's right up there with bikini waxing. (laughs) You know, it's it's a must-needed routine i guess mm-hmm. you know uh because i do see the benefits
0: yeah absolutely the,
1: the skin just glows i mean it rejuvenates your skin it really does rejuvenate your skin so it's amazing yeah 10 out of 10 recommend yes now what to do what do you guys do for we're talking we started talking about bikini waxing and that the, the more sensitive parts of the body that need to be Cleaned or have hair removal done, and that we women are mostly self-conscious about. So our armpits are one because we like the strappy dresses. We want to be sexy, so we don't want to have, you know, ugly-looking armpits. You know, we want that skin to look nice Mm -hmm. Um, for different occasions, and uh, or the bikini waxing in the summertime, uh, or even in the winter, you may be spending. Christmas in Cancun or Hawaii. So, you know, there are times when it's not really seasonal. It's more of a where do you go? Um, What do you guys use to soothe that skin or calm it down or got to get
2: the hair removal done, but then you got to take care of the skin as well. Mm -hmm. So I started using an interesting combination, which is glycolic acid. On my armpits, after I shave, I use the glycolic acid to just wipe the area. As soon as it dries out, I use Silk Glove again, a Vilau product, Mm -hmm. and it works. First of all, it brightens my skin, which I really love. Especially for the underarms that naturally get grayer with time. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and especially that I shave and I don't wax. I don't know if that has anything to do with the grayness of the skin, but it definitely brightens up the skin. And the Silk Glove contains lavender essential oil. So it really gives you that smell and it replaces deodorant for me. That's what I use. I'm not a particularly sweaty person, so it really works well for me. Instead of a deodorant soothes the skin, it's an all-in-one thing. I saw the post on the
1: armpit and using the silk glove hand lotion (laughs) Uh
2: uh-huh yeah
1: and that it works it's amazing i mean you don't you know those little tricks that work
2: yeah yeah it's a little trick that we've learned and yeah you're right about the post that apparently has become really popular oh yeah Mm -hmm. you got a you got a nice armpit Mm -hmm. well and that's a a shaved armpit
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i myself um i found and i don't know if you know this is a trick that I found out on my own. Uh, I would have to research a little bit. I use vinegar when I when I have had to shave my legs. Again, thick hair. So when I shave and um, I get those little specks, you know, like the mm-hmm. little pores, because um, like, my pores are sha- bigger. Shave bumps. Strawberry so like, legs. Yes, exactly, the strawberry legs. strawberry legs. So I've learned that when I right after i shave if i apply vinegar on my legs they don't that doesn't happen amazing that is so interesting it is it's very i don't know why and the reason i started doing that is because my mom passed down a, a a tip for me you know she said if when you get hurt when you fall or get hurt and have a bruise like you you bang yourself you hit yourself with something she says you apply vinegar immediately on it and it doesn't bruise it doesn't um uh, but it has to be right after you know you if you fall you hit or like my, my, when my kids trip and fall and stuff because they're boys and they're rambunctious and so i apply vinegar directly on where they got hurt and it doesn't bruise it literally doesn't bruise i don't know what vinegar does, but um so remembering that i thought well let me just try it so i was just being curious and i tried it and when i it works, so wow. I don't get those red dots. You know,
0: it's it's funny because I always treated mine with royal jelly lotion because mm-hmm. the aloe vera does amazing things for my mm-hmm. skin. But I have a friend who gets really bad strawberry legs, mm-hmm. and I I keep telling her to use a moisturizer, but she's one of those people. She hates the texture of lotion. Oh yeah. So she never knows what to do, and now I'm immediately going to tell her this mm-hmm. after that. It's going to sting. I'll tell you that. Cause <laughs> it's bigger, so it hurts. I have a I have a high pain
1: tolerance. Yeah. It
2: disinfects. So. It
1: Exactly. Vinegar is a disinfectant. It's amazing. Vinegar is great for a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but so I do apply the Royal Bilal Royal Jelly body lotion afterward yeah. because again, vinegar, it's, it's going to dry up your yeah. skin a bit more. So I do apply a moisturizer, a body moisturizer, uh, body lotion, which is, I use Royal Jelly, Vilao's Royal Jelly. So, but it helps. And, and that's how I soothe my skin yeah after those treatments those routines
0: see i'm a little rough on my skin when i compare my routine to other people i am really bad about moisturizing unless i absolutely need to when you feel it you yes. start feeling the dryness when, yeah when i feel the dryness when i feel extra ashy or if I have some major razor bumps because usually I just ignore those mm-hmm. um, and they usually go away but it takes a couple days yeah. whereas if I use the villa royal jelly immediately or silk glove it takes hours yeah. but I'm just I'm just really a lazy person when it yeah. comes to like my my own beauty routine but it's it's just lotion. I think a lot of people
1: struggle with that. Sometimes it depends on how much you got going on. You know? Exactly. You yeah. know. There are some days where you got your routine down and you do it for a few days and then Thanksgiving dinner comes up. And, <laughs> <you're around. laughs> and then Christmas shopping comes after that. And you're having to multitask more than you usually do. Mm-hmm. So something's got to give and something gets put in the
2: back burner and it usually is. And Our if you work routine. from home, yeah, yes. As long as you have stuff going on and work from home, there's no need for you to shave or <laughs> look yeah. decent at all.
0: <laughs> but you know what? I definitely am moisturizing a lot more because in Texas right now it's pretty chilly and it's been cold and yeah. I've been dry. Yeah, everywhere. it's very dry. It's very very dry yeah. right now out the outside. My knees have been absolutely monstrous. Mm-hmm. My elbows and my face. I noticed on my
1: son's, uh, uh, my youngest son, who has suffers from eczema, but we've been controlling it with the Vilao products, but with this weather that we're having lately, 40 degrees weather, which is not typical for us here in Texas, I mean, it's, we're not used to that, he's getting a lot of dry skin around his nose, around his lips, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. his chin, you know, but
2: we're controlling it with Vilao.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I
2: that's awesome. We should do a whole episode on vinegar because that's one thing that. Oh yeah, Absolutely. I use vinegar in my laundry.
0: That's awesome, vinegar oh, for, yes. cleaning, for, for cleaning, for disinfecting, for mm-hmm. disinfecting, for health,
2: for health. I just use vinegar in my hair actually. But I washed can- the dogs yesterday
0: <laughs> <laughs> with vinegar. <coughs> yeah, so we stay drink- tuned. <laughs> we
2: drink vinegar in the
0: morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's. There's a whole bunch of benefits to it. Yeah, there's always a benefits. It's right up there. Yeah, with aloe vera and stuff what is a funny area on your body that you remove hair from that is just so strange to you it
1: for me it's not strange but it's annoying my knuckles you're on the same page as me right now (laughs) I hate the fact that I have hair on my knuckles that I have to remove because you know when you get your nails done again the hands are right up there with the face. Yeah. They're the one body part that get exposed the most and people pay attention to. hmm So I hate the fact that, you know, and I don't have, like, very feminine hands. So the fact that I have hairy knuckles, if I don't take <laughs> care of that problem, it just makes my hands look worse, so.
0: Yeah, I actually notice my knuckle hair when I'm filming for Real Out Content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just in the very center of of the whole image. But you have
1: pretty hands. You have very feminine hands and Thank very
0: nice you. nails. Thank you. I work hard for these. Yeah. <laughs> I work very hard for these. But I have hairy knuckles. So I have to reshoot because I have never tried to remove the hair. So oh, I, I usually I, just I, I wax it off. But oh, smart. Like lately I haven't because I'm just... It's okay. It's winter. ...busy, but... <laughs>
1: I think Rosie has a point. When you work from home, you kind of, a lot of stuff gets thrown on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. see people, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let it I think go. that was pretty bad during COVID. I think people got relaxed during COVID with that. But then some people might have gotten too relaxed. <laughs> I'm very sure like, of it. I true am true. that person. It's, it's kind of hard to get back on that routine.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was so good. I was so great before COVID. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So for you? For me, it's my toes, actually. That was my answer, uh, too. I, I my actually,
2: toes. when I shave my legs, which is pretty much meh, maybe every other shower. Because now it's winter, we don't. Mm-hmm. That is so often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fan of hair, yeah. body hair at all. A lot of people can't stand the feeling of the hair in the pants. So yeah, yeah, no, Me, that's yeah. I'm okay. one of these people. I know yeah. it. I'm one of these weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do shave the top of my foot, the toes that have little hairs. I mm-hmm. can't stand that. So. Women shouldn't have hair. I don't know why. I,
0: I know. It's we have
2: hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but
1: now here's
0: good. It's good. It, it helps, you know, with sweating and all, but. <laughs> We just wish we had less. <laughs> I know, but yeah, toes for me too. And I never touched my toe hair until, actually, like two months ago, and I waxed the toes. That was such a weird thing to do too. I've never done that. Well, yeah, I just shave.
2: Mm. It's easier. So wax for me really is my face, is the mustache, my nose hair, eyebrows actually too. It's also the easiest and the fastest
0: place to wax. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, what kind of wax? Cause that's that's another important thing to know you know um what kind of wax do we use for
2: so for facial hair i used to use the facial wax but while i was undergoing chemotherapy my skin became super thin and i would get blisters from anything rubbing my skin mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and the first time i waxed my mustache while on chemotherapy <laughs> it removed literally a layer of skin oh and I was goodness. bleeding oh so nice. I stopped using that and ever since I use for my face the hard wax mm-hmm. I use the brand Gigi I'm mm-hmm. really happy with their products yeah and the wax is their regular hard wax I don't remember if it was honey if it had no flower hard wax mm. so I use the aloe vera it smells good and mm. yeah the aloe vera wax because it's soothing and Again, get, it's Gigi. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I haven't tried that. I'll oh, mm-hmm. definitely try it. Yeah, and I and I use also the, the
1: hard one too because I used to do the strips, but um, yes, it just the other one's just so much more convenient.
0: So another area that's kind of funky to be growing hair on, and that still is so strange for me to have to remove hair as a as a woman, is my nipples and my chest. I have chest hair, neck hair, beard hair, whatever, all of it. You know, I when I was younger, I did have, it wasn't like
1: a lot of hair. It was just like one or two hairs on my nipples. And I remember it was the one thing that I never told anyone because as a girl, you're thinking, I'm not supposed to have hair on my nipples. Why do I have hair on my nipples? You know, but apparently a lot of women go through that, but it's like a hush-hush thing where no, we don't want to talk about it because it makes us feel
2: awkward. Yeah, it's definitely taboo. And actually that's the first thing that came to my mind when you asked if there's an area. That's (laughs) definitely one of my areas (laughs) together with the toes. But yeah, I definitely didn't want to mention that. (laughs) No,
1: because it's like weird, it's like we wonder, you know, do other women have that problem? And I think we probably do, there's probably a lot of other women that have that issue where they may get one or two hairs on their nipples and I don't know if what causes it, I'm gonna assume it's hormones, because like I said, I had it when I was younger, I don't have that anymore. And I don't know if maybe having kids changed, my hormones changed, I don't know. I
0: don't know if it's too much testosterone, and mm. you know, maybe an imbalance that's causing that. Well, when I, I talk, actually, my friends and I were very comfortable with talking about all the little nitty gritty taboo details with each other. <laughs> so I know that there's like a wide range of, <laughs> of hair production on the areolas. So I have one friend that has a lot, like she produces a lot of hair there and then I have some friends that don't produce any well you don't produce any now I have a few and it's funny because I only ever have like three and they're in the same area on each it's like that same little hair yeah and then I just pluck it yeah and yes. it's just it's such a weird feeling
2: same with me and I feel like now with age now that <laughs> I don't see as well <laughs> first I have the reaction of ooh, I don't have any hair anymore and then I really look and Oof, no still there it's like an inch long. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i remember my grandmother when she started wearing glasses because she couldn't read anymore she was very happy and she would look in the mirror and go oh i don't have any facial hair anymore that big hair that used to grow from my chin is not there anymore and i'm um actually it's still there do <laughs> you want me to pluck it she's oh really i don't see it
0: <laughs> I got age. I got amazing
2: <laughs> <laughs> so now i'm getting there yes. <laughs> I'll look for you. Don't worry. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> so we're talking about all the odd things about hair removal, where we have hair that we don't want it. It's an ironic how we may be losing hair on our <laughs> scalp. But it's growing somewhere else.
0: It's like <laughs> it's a crime against nature. No. <laughs> I one time it's I went a cruel out- joke of nature. It's like it <laughs> is. It's, it's it's so bad. Once I went out with um, actually I went out with a boy, <laughs> and we're talking and and suddenly he says you have a hair. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he reaches out on my neck, like the chin neck area, and he pulls it. I have never been more embarrassed in my entire <laughs> life. I immediately ripped it out with my nails, but like, oh my Jesus Christ. Yeah, on my chin slash neck. What? What? What
1: do these things happen to us? I don't know, I don't know. But but again, hair removal is, is also a, a routine, a beauty routine that we have to struggle with as women. Because again, it could be one hair, on your neck, on your chin, you know, in that one private area that somebody's going to see at some point and you're going (laughs) to prepare. But, you know, it's another skin routine, beauty routine that we have to deal with. And there's so many different methods, so many different reactions. We all have different skin. We all have different reactions to the way we remove it, to the way we... Take care of the skin after we remove it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and then different ways of removing the hair. You can shave. You can wax with regular hard wax with strips. Could even. I have a friend who uses exclusively sugar wax, which seems like a kind of punishment. Mm -hmm. Then you also have the
1: epilator, like you know the permanent. I have the epilator. I used it at some point Um, again because the care. So (laughs) (laughs) a lawnmower (laughs) now. Weed whacker. I have one of those. And then we have from that, the the home, you know, kits and stuff that you can use to, you may want to take it up
2: to the more expensive level, laser surgery, permanent hair removal treatment. Um, It depends on what you have. I know someone that had actually thick dark fuzz on her face. mm -hmm. So she had to definitely remove it with laser. I mean, you do what you have to for beauty. Yeah. And
1: it's also (laughs) self-confidence. It's a beauty, but it's True. beauty. But then it's your self esteem, it's your self confidence. Like I said, for me, it's my facial hair, and then now I'm dealing with um, hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. in one of the areas where it starts. It's right on your upper lip, so it darkens your upper lip. And then at, in the beginning, when I first I didn't realize I was having hyperpigmentation problems, I was like waxing, and I was like, did I not wax properly? You know, because it looks darker. And so, it's, it really takes a shot at your self-confidence.
2: Actually, also waxing this area and not putting sunscreen on it mm-hmm. causes more hyperpigmentation. Yes. So... Yeah, and, and, and again, because I just
1: recently realized that I have a hyperpigmentation problem, I started being more aware of how much sunscreen i have to use you know you i used to think you would put it on in the morning and be done with it but now i carry it in my purse because i'm having to reapply we live in texas it's sunny most of the time even in the winter <laughs>
2: yes uh, well we're lucky in that respect because most places people yeah. have a severe vitamin d deficiency during right. the winter we're lucky we don't at yes. least we don't no, have i that. don't <laughs> complain about it i lived
1: <laughs> five years in the uk where there, the sun came out once a year I mean, <laughs> grateful for the sun but my skin not so much
2: (laughs) yeah actually you have to be careful when you wax because probably for the next 12 to 24 hours you shouldn't be in the sun exactly and that's one thing also to take into consideration for your skin when to do it which is for me in that case the nighttime routine is much
1: better it's more beneficial than you know i apply all my my moisturizers my serums i go to bed and my skin you know, regenerates Mm -hmm. overnight. Uh, So morning, not a good idea. Midday, not a good, for me anyways. Mm -hmm. Before going to the beach,
2: not a good idea. Definitely (laughs) not a good
1: idea. Well, I go to the beach with the hat, big old hat on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, now that you know better. Now that I know, because in my 20s, I was sunbathing every day. Oh, all
1: day yeah. oh my
2: goodness me too i lived in africa and that was pretty much all you could do over the weekend just go to the beach to the and beach. that's what everyone did you spend two days in the sun in the sand and of course you want to look pretty before going to the beach so you mm-hmm. wax you shave you do all, all your yeah. things and your skin's you already irritated sun. before it's... you get to the beach exactly <laughs> and then, you then you plop yourself that. there and yeah. you lay and you burn for exactly. eight hours <laughs> Yes.
1: if i had known all of that, that when my 20s I, I if I knew then what I know now my skin probably wouldn't have suffered as much so for the young ladies listening please be conscious of all these things <laughs> it will
0: come on you you know 20 years from now in your 40s <laughs> Very true. I mean, heck, I'm already haunted by it. I also have hyperpigmentation because of excessive sunbathing, and
2: I'm only 24. (laughs) But again, you you lived in Africa too, and that's what we did. But you know what? But, But you're still young enough to where
1: you can do something about it, and your skin will bounce back better, faster than... Or, you know, if you're in your late 40s, it, it can still do it. You can still take care of your skin and it'll get better. It's just going to take longer because mm-hmm. your body's not producing as much. Whereas in your 20s, you're still, your body's still producing enough yeah. to recover.
0: Makes sense. I do notice my skin is very resilient and very exactly. speedy. And take advantage of that yeah. because it may not always be that way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, the human body is amazing because it recovers, it regenerates, it takes mm-hmm. care of itself. But you need to feed it a little bit, the right ingredients. Yes, and just help it just a little bit. Take care. Yes,
1: take care of it with mm-hmm. your health, with your routines. It's hard though keeping up with the routine. If if you know you don't do it every day and you slack off, you do it really good for a week and then you slack off and then that that also takes a toll. Yeah. Definitely. Being
2: a woman, it's it's really hard being a woman. I know. We need a
0: 25th hour on the clock. <laughs> just for beauty routine. That's a great idea. <laughs> We're starting good. that petition now. Yes. So uh-huh. in the link, please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Add another hour to the (laughs) call. Just for women, just for women.
2: Uh I would vote for a 48-hour day, but that's just me. I feel like one hour won't cut it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Uh, So we'd like to drop you two recipes, actually. One for brighter, odor-free underarms without using deodorant, so you don't leave those streaks on your clothing. So you start with glycolic acid. You put it on a cotton pad, and you just gently wipe over your armpits after you shave, after the shower. And then once it dries, you add some Silk glove because it a Vila product and it has antibacterial ingredients to help reduce the odor. The second recipe is for people who struggle with strawberry legs, whether it be through waxing or shaving. So you dilute some vinegar in some water and then you gently pour it over your affected areas. Once that dries or once you dry it out, then you apply a nice generous layer of royal jelly body lotion so that you seal the goodness and then you add a layer of protection and nourishment to your skin thank you so much for tuning in today to our clean beauty over coffee podcast please go follow our instagram at vilau_nature. underscore nature vilau is v-i-l-a-u underscore nature or follow us on our facebook page at vilau nature cheers cheers